0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Amma Abad. Alhamdulillah. We is the 17th of October in the year 2023. Alhamdulillah, We moved on to the eleventh night that We are going through the blessed and exalted life of our beloved mother, Sayyidah Khadijah bint Khuwailid. And I've reached a point where I've mentioned that our beloved Messenger has finally received the divine revelation and is returned back to his blessed dwelling. And I mentioned that there was a pause in the divine revelation. So what does that mean? And why did it take place? The pause to the initial Divine Revelation were, as the Blessed Scholars Allah elaborated upon, as a mercy to our beloved Messenger وسلم, so that he could adapt himself to these awesome occurrences. So, one of the unique khasais of our beloved Messenger وسلم, compared to his other Holy Brothers وسلم, is that he received the revelation for 23 years they receive their scripture all at once. So it only makes sense that Allah would prepare him. So this is one of the series. And it's a report which indicates Sayyidina Jundub radiyallahu he said Jibreel alayhi salatu wa salam. He was slow in coming to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Thus the idolaters said Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Lord has abandoned him. Upon this, Allah the Almighty and Glory is revealed Surah Ad-Duha, Surah 93, verses 1 to 3. Bismillah By the forenoon, by the night when it darkens. Your Lord has neither forsaken you, nor does he abhor you. So this is recorded in Sahih Bukhari, Sahih Muslim number 301, Nasa'i Tirmadi, Imam Ahmad and his Musnad, Ibn Jarir and Ibn Kathir in their respected tafsis. So in this flawless report, it clearly mentions that there was a pause in the Divine Revelation. So Rasulullah received the first five verses. And then he, he received some other verses. But then there was a pause. And that pause, the scholars point out, some say it was for a, a short period of time, some say it was for a lengthy period of time. But they, it was around a few weeks. You can say that safely. But the unbelievers, they taunted the Prophet over this. And what did they say? Muhammad Islam's Lord has abandoned him. So when they said that Allah the Almighty and Glorious revealed Surah Duha. and What does He say? Subhanahu wa ta'ala. idha By the forenoon and by the night when it darkens. So why does Allah ta'ala SWEAR by these two times? So the scholars of the Quran, they mention that just as the night follows the day, revelation will come to you. Meaning, the time of the day is determined by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah, Allah SWEARS by these creations. Then He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, ma rabbuka wa ma qala. Your Lord has not abandoned you, nor does He have hatred for you. So why did He mention that, subhanahu wa ta'ala, To answer the believers? They said, Muhammad Wasallam's Lord has abandoned him. So this is Fascinating. Why? Because this was the very early period. The, the Prophet had gone public. وسلم, and even then they were taunting him. So this is certainly worth pointing out. In addition. Another reason why there was a pause. Is that it is another endless proof. That the Quran are not the words of Rasulullah. They are the words of Allah the Almighty and Glorious. For the unbelievers in short. Stated all sorts of things to him during the pause. Those had the Quran been a creation of Rasulullah's minds, he would have definitely brought forth verses and silenced his opponents. So why didn't he? Think about that, because you know he's abandoned you. So obviously we don't even think these thoughts, but thinking on their perverse minds. Well, if he's an impostor, why isn't he replying to you? Imagine you go to Abuja, well. That's the proof he's a prophet. Because if he was an imposter, he would have replied, I've just received revelation. Mm. He didn't say anything to them. Mm. So why is he taking the tones? Mm. So again, there's so much wisdom why this was taking place. Mm. So that was the famous hadith in Bukhari Sharif. But there's other reports which add details. When Rasulullah returned sallallahu Alaihi upon receiving the divine revelation, our oh, beloved mother Khatija r.a consoled him and said, By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in whose absolute control lies Khatija's life, I very passionately expected you to be Rasulullah of this ummah." Subhanallah. This is in Ibn Ishaq, Ibn Hisham in his seat of volume on 1 page one, uh, 81. And Shaykh al Ahadith, Mulana Muhammad Idris Khan Rahmatullah. In the Seed of Mustafa Sallallahu Volume 1, page 156 of the English Translation. So Khadija consoled him by saying, and she swore her qasm. I passionately expected you to be the Prophet, Sallallahu In another report, she responded after hearing Rasulullah's account, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. By Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, take heart and accept the glad tidings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never do anything to you but good. Thus accept whatever status Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has conferred upon you because it is distinctly authentic. And congratulations to you. As I also maintain that you truly are Rasulullah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is a Bihaki in his Delay al Nubua. Fattl al-Bari, volume 12, page 315 and Shaykh al-Ahadith, Mawlana Muhammad Idris Kandahlewi, in the Sirat al-Mustafa, وسلم, volume 1, page 156 of the English Translation. So not the reports are details and all of them indicate that Khatija congratulated him. Mm-hmm. She said, you are the Rasulullah, I was expecting this, congratulations to you because you've been finally given the open proclamation. Mm-hmm. Hafiz ibn Hajar Askalani commented upon this. This hadith distinctly confirms that Sayyidah Khatija radiya was the first person to embrace Islam. This is in Fattah al-Bari, volume 12, page 315. And Shaykh al-Hadith, Maulana Muhammad Idris Kandahlewi, in the Seerat al-Mustafa, volume 1, page 156 of the English translation. So, Imam ibn Hajar Askalani, he narrated the words of our mother, Sayyidah Khatija and he goes, this proves that she was the first to embrace Islam. So now, what else happened, which is not often mentioned? So the section is entitled, Sayyidah Khatija has trips to a few learned Christians for further verification. So in Bukhari Sharif, she went to Waraka, her cousin. But there's other reports. It is related, before Khatija went to Waraka, she first went to Sayyidina Addas and gave him a detailed account of the advent of Jibreel. In another report, she had first gone to another hermit to inquire from him who lived near Makkah. The moment Adas heard the name of Jibreel, alayhi salatu he said, Qudduz, in the land of the idolaters. How can the subject of Jibreel ever be brought up in such a land? <laughs> he is indeed the trusted one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is the emissary between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messengers. He is a close associate of Musa and Isa, Khatija Khadija thereafter went to Waraq. So this is recorded in Musa ibn-i-Ukbar in his Al-Maghazi, Fattah al-Badi, volume 8, page 554, Al-Bidayah, 1-408 to 9. And also in Sirat al-Mustafa, وسلم, volume 1, page 162-1 of the English translation. So this is very interesting. So the report says before she went to Wadaka. So if you look at Bukhari Sharif and only Bukhari Sharif you get the impression she went directly to Wadaka. But this report says she first went to Adas. I'm going to explain who that is in a bit. Radiallahu. And she mentioned to him the detail and she mentioned Jibreel's name. What was Adas's response? Kudus, Kudus. So, Kudus is one of the names of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Al-Malikil Kudus, mm. the Holy. Mm. So He said, Holy, the Holy. In other words, who? In the land of idol worshippers, Jibreel's been mentioned. Mm. Because where? Who mentioned his name? Mm. Alayhi salatu Wa Then He praised Jibreel because He always came to the prophets. Mm. Then the report says she went to Waraqah. Mm. Hafiz ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, he clarified here, rahmatullahi in Ali isaba volume 2, page 266, Sayyidina Adas, was the slave of Utba ibn Rabia. He hailed from the city of Ninua, the city of Yunus, aleyh, salatu wasalam, mm. which he was sent to. He initially was a Christian, but he later embraced Islam. Mm. This is according to Ali isaba volume 2, page 266. So now where does Sayyidina Adas name famously occur in the seed? to Taif. Taif. To so he came back from Taif, he was rejected, they didn't even show hospitality. And then he was you know battered and bruised, And he he slumped into the orchard. And Whose orchard did he slip into? It belonged to Utbah ibn Rabia. So, who's Utbah ibn Rabia? He was Hinn's father, the chief of Banu Umayyah. So, Utbah ibn Rabia, even though he wasn't a Muslim, he felt pity seeing the Prophet So, he told his servant Adas, he goes, go and give him some of the grapes from the orchard. So Adas went he gave the grapes to the Prophet and the Prophet said Bismillah So Adas goes in the name of Allah So the Prophet said what's your name? He goes my name's Adas He goes where are you from? He goes from Nineveh And then the Prophet said the city of my brother Yunus So when he said that Adas kissed his hands and feet. Mm. And then he says, He is a Prophet just like I'm a Prophet. And mm. he embraced Islam then. So this is the famous incident. Utbah ibn Rabiyyah and another one of his family members was seeing this. And they said to each other, Look how quickly his witchcraft works. <laughs> not <Stop> for Allah. Because <laughs> we just give him grapes, he goes, he's following him. And then when Adas came back, Utba said, He goes, Your religion is better than his religion. And Adas says, he is a prophet. So this is famous, you know, this is the report. Now, if you only relate that report, you would think that this was the first time he heard about the prophet. Mm. This was the first time, you know, he met him. And the response is, this was in the tenth year of the prophethood. Mm. This report is the first year of the prophethood, when Khatija went to see him. So, can you reconcile? Yes. Because Addas, in the case, he was living away from Makkah. Mm. Right? Don't forget, the Prophet met him in, you know, just outside Taif. Mm. So, when Khatija saw him, Adas believed in him then. But he hadn't met him. Mm. But when Rasulullah went, he saw him, then he became a companion of the Prophet And the... Uh, it's fascinating that Allah, you know, gave hidayat to these individuals, but in very strange ways. Shaykh al-Ahadith Mawlana Muhammad Indri's Kandahlawi Rahmatullah in his seerat al-Mustafa sallallahu alaihi, Volume 1, page 161 of the English translation, he said, According to some books of the Sira, Sayyidah Khatija radiya al also called al-Bahira the monk, furnishing him with a complete account of what happened. Bahira responded in more or less the same words as Adas, So three names are mentioned. Walaka, Adas, and Bahira. And there's another monk who was interested, they were all Christians. He didn't go to any of the Jews. And every one of them testified that he is the Prophet sallallahu Bahira according to the report here, He met the Prophet 28 years prior to this. When Rasulullah was just 12 years old. He was on a business trip with his uncle Abu Talib. And he was the one who saw all the strange signs. So Khatija went to him as well. So now, why was our mother going to the Christians? And this indicates that she knew them well. And this is probably due to her cousin. Allah. And every one of them was testifying. And this shows they were sincere. Why? They weren't hiding the truth. Yeah. Now if you go to the and they don't even believe in the Prophet. So this is also certainly worth mentioning. So if you just quote the Hadith in Bukhari, you get the impression only waraqa testified. But well, that's not actually correct. Others are also mentioned. The next section entitled, Sayyidah Khatija Goes to Waraka. So like I mentioned according to the report, he went to Adas first, then his Waraka. Shaykh al-Hadith Mawlana Muhammad Indriz Kandahbi Lahmatullah in his seerat al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa volume 1, page 156 of the English translation. He mentions. Sayyida Khatija Radiyya then went alone to her cousin Waraka ibn Naufur. By this time he was exceptionally old and blind. On hearing the entire episode from Khatija radiya Allah. remarked with joy. If you are truthful in what you say. Verily this is the same namus. Who used to come to Isa. salatu This is in Abu nu'aym in his delay in Lugu'ah. With a Hassan chain of transmission as well. So Waraqa congratulated Khatija. And look what he said. If you are truthful. So he was making sure that the information was correct. Meaning, I need to verify, I want to see your husband. And then he said it again. This is the same Namus who came to Isa. And now he said Isa. In Bukhari he said Musa. But Namus is the name of Jibril. So now why was he using that name Namus? is ibn Hajj al-Asqalari, he said in Fattal Bari, volume 1 page 24 the transmitter of good news is referred to as namus, whilst the transmitter of evil news is referred to as jasus. So jasus is a common word in many languages. It means a trait, a backstabber, a spy, you know, always negative connotations. But in Arabic, it means somebody who brings evil news. Jasus. The exact opposite of that is Namus. So what does that mean? It means that Jibreel was the bearer of glad tidings. That's his name. But that is very specific knowledge. Nobody, not many people know that. Even amongst Muslims, if you ask them, who's Namus? Be honest. Who's Namus? I got a clue. It's Jibreel. Even, you know, Muslims won't know that. The fact that Warak is referring to him shows his deep knowledge. He goes, and he said he came to Esau. Now, why is that interesting? Because he's not God. <laughs> why would Jibreel come to God? You understand? So why, so that tells you that even though he was a Christian, in inverted commas, he, he didn't believe in the, the divinity of Jesus. Think, think about that. You know, Jibreel's coming to God. Who sent him? <laughs> right? You know, it doesn't make any sense at all. So again, note, this is a later development. And the Christians themselves say that Trinity is an evolved thought. The early Christian fathers didn't believe in it. They actually believed in two gods. That was the first century, that was the first slip. Trinity came years later, centuries later. And this proves it as well, if you look at Sayyidah Khatija then addressed Waraka by saying, "Oh cousin, why don't you hear it from your nephew directly? In other words, I've told you. But, let's go. Mm. Mm. This is in Abu Naim and Delay al-Nubu'ah with a Hassan chain of transmission. So now what's interesting? In Bukhari Sharif, it mentions that Khatija Allah, went with Rasulullah to Waraka. This report says the complete opposite. She says to Waraka, why don't you hear it from your nephew directly? So the scholars, they state, it's not a big matter. The key thing is, Rasulullah went to Varana. Mm. There's not something really, you know, makes any difference to the whole narrative. Other scholars, they state, maybe he went a few times. Once he went to him, Sallallahu alayhi wa next time, Waraka came with Khadija. Could happen more than once. Mm. The reason they say that is because another report adds a detail. In Ibn Asakir, Ibn Kathir, see the volume 1, page 297 of the English translation. Waraqa cautiously said to Khatija send for Abdullah Sun so I may question him, hear what he says, and I would like to converse with him. I am afraid it may be someone other than Jibreel for certain shaitans imitate him. And by doing so, can mislead and corrupt some innocent men. Mm. This can result in a man becoming confused. And even mad, where is before he has been sound of mind. <laughs> so, Varaka, shows his deep knowledge. He says, Shaitan has duped many people into believing Jibreel spoke to them. And <laughs> how many people even said this now? Jibreel came to me. <laughs> 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 words, it's like you know we, when I was listening to uh, Jimmy Swagger, he goes, "God spoke to me tonight." And I thought, oh, prophet would still open, right?" You know, God speaking to Jimmy, mm-hmm. right? So again, we, what, what's happening here? Jimmy's coming to non-profits. Jimmy's getting, you know, God's, you know, talking to him. So, what? so here, waraka just said the record straight. He goes, Hebrews do that, but it's shaitan, and he makes people go mad." So I would like to see him. Mm-hmm. Khatija then arose and left Waraqah, confident that Allah the Almighty would never do anything but good to her husband. Mm-hmm. She returned to Rasulallah and informed him of what waraka had said. Allah the Almighty and Glorious then revealed the following verses. In Surah Al-Qalam, Surah 68 verse 1 to 6. أُذْهِبِ الْمَلَايِمَ بالله من بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. نُون وَالْقَلَمِ وَمَا يَسْطُرُونَ مَا أَنْتَ بِنِعْمَتِ رَبِّكَ وَيُبْصِرُونَ بِأَيِّكُمُ الْمَفْتُون نون وما يَسْتُرُونَ ما انت بنعمت ربك بمجنون وان لك لاجرا غير ممنون وانك لعلى خلق عظيم فستبصر ويبصرون بايكم المفتون نون by the pen and what it writes. You are not, by the grace of your Lord, mud. Nay, verily for you is a reward without reckoning. Verily you indeed are on a boundless immense character. Soon you will see and they will see which of you is afflicted with madness. Rasulullah then told this to Khatija mm. and then he said absolutely not mm. by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it was Jibreel who came to me mm. alayhi salatu mm. She then said I'd like you to go to him inform him so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might give him guidance. Mm. So let's look at this. So this proves that this was a second time mm. because Surah Qalam was not was after the pause. Mm. So this shows that they were going backwards and forwards a few times. Bukhari hadith by itself indicates there it was a one-off. but That's not correct. So Warak has taken his precautions. He wants to make sure it's the Prophet صلى yeah. صلى So when Khadija brought this news to the Prophet, he wasn't even allowed to answer that. Allah answered. And what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? You are by the grace of your Lord, not mud. Mm. Verily for you is a reward without reckoning You are indeed on a boundless immense character Soon you will see and they will see Which of you is afflicted with madness Mm. So this indicates Allah Allah was upset Mm. So Rasulullah immediately said to Khatija Absolutely not Mm. By Allah it was Gabriel Now why is this report important to highlight Did the Prophet have a doubt You go to Bukhari Sharif, hmm. only Bukhari Sharif, you get that impression. <laughs> so the Prophet now responded. He goes, By God, it was Jubilee. <laughs> and then Khatija said, Please come with me. I hope that Allah will guide my cousin. <laughs> so what's beautiful is Khatija is the middle woman. <laughs> Normally you say the middle man, <laughs> but she was the middle woman. And she's, now if you think about this, look at her status. How many of those earliest verses was she honored to have heard the first? So imagine somebody says to you, who was the first person to hear Surah Qalam? And you get some fruit case saying the Prophet, says, okay. Obviously, after the Prophet, I think that was a good question. Khatija. So is that you know just by chance? No. Allah wanted to give her the honor. Who was the first person to hear Surah sura, um Alaq? <laughs> Khatija. So what is Allah doing to Khatija, he's honoring her again and again. And look how concerned she is now for her family, her extended family. She wants them to also get this, these great glad tidings. And also she goes to the Christians. Why? Because she's thinking these will be the first to believe in the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi because they've got knowledge. And look how Adas reacted. Kudus, Kudus, Jibreel. You know, like, one of the scholars, he put it like this. Because imagine you go to, uh, you find a, you know, a tribe that nobody's met, never met civilization. Nobody's talked to them. And from their mouth, they say, Jibreel. What's your response going to be? Jibreel. How do you know Jibreel? Because that is, what, what happened here. This is the shock of He goes from the idol worshippers. Jibreel. Who said Jibreel? Walaka said Namus. Why? Because he knew him. <laughs> he goes, the great, the, the great glad tidings, the one who brings the glad tidings. Now what's interesting? Do the Bani Israel believe he brings glad tidings? And the answer is no. They <laughs> once said to the Prophet who comes to you? He goes, Jibreel. And the Jews, they went, Jibreel, the one who always destroys. Mm. Why couldn't Mikael come? <laughs> now, why? Because their history is wipe out. Mm. All they've got is Jibril came and wiped him out, wiped him out, wiped him out. So they, that's why, you know, they don't. But what's interesting, the Christians, they loved him. Mm. They still love him. Mm. Jimmy's uh, old Jimmy Swagger, his uh, grandson's called Jibreel. Gabriel so all I mentioned today was now again adding a few important narrations with regards to that glorious first revelation and notice there's so much detail from other reports which are vital in getting a more pregnant picture and also protecting you from any slips or errors you may inadvertently make. Are there any questions? So, why do we have the the to the the the